tryout begin? I want somebody to give me that answer. Somebody, speak up. When you woke up this morning, what else? When you started training, young men, your tryout started when you took your first breath. Welcome to another episode of a different basketball podcast. My name is Jordan Mount. Today we're joined by President and General Manager of the Syracuse Stallions, Mike Sigamoso. Uh, before we get to our interview with Mike, I want to thank all our sponsorships. Uh, Seven Energy TBL Combine Series is coming up here soon. The combine dates have been posted and registration is available on the basketballleague.net. This is where players can get discovered and earn opportunities to play professionally and further their careers. But without further ado, Mike, man, welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm excited. I've been watching these, so I, I'm happy you asked me to get on. I'm excited. Well, you're, you're one of five people that have been watching them. No, I'm kidding. But you, <laughs> my mom, Magley, and that's, you know, maybe like me and like one of my friends. We'll get some people going, man. Um, so I guess this is kind of twofold. You know, welcome to the league, uh, first and foremost, you know, and then welcome to the show as well. And you had a birthday on Monday. I did. I did. Yeah. It was great. Okay, this, this is a great week. Evelyn uh, Magley's birthday yeah. was Tuesday. So yeah, we're just we're this is this is rolling, man. We're we're getting it going. Excited. That's um, but no, so how you're 27? Is that right? 27. Yep. What uh, what's been your favorite uh, or your just your most um, memorable accomplishment so far in, in your life? I know you got a little bit of time to reflect over quarantine, Ooh. but I know coming out tough. That's a, yeah, that made me think on this one. Um, I'd say where we're at now is a business. Um, you know, life obviously has been great. Um, I have no complaints. I've been able to achieve some things along the way that I didn't have planned. Um, but as a whole, I look at our team and what we've been able to provide. Um, jobs for guys, continuing their careers, jobs for people in our community to continue working and into something different. So that's been my biggest achievement. Um, I love what we do. I love what we provide for people. Um, and I'm with that. I'm all in. I bleed stallions blue for sure. So just a little um, background: the Syracuse Stallions is a new team in TBL. It's uh, they just they just joined this year. Uh, they'll start playing next season. They played. You guys play in the ABA, is that correct? Yep, two seasons. Okay. Um, you know, we just talked literally like five seconds ago. So not only does Syracuse uh, the team they don't just provide players opportunities to further their careers, but they're they're providing sales reps. Uh, they're providing, you know, people that are just wanting to get involved with sports. You know, talk a little bit about helping those people out. I really never have too many connections. Um, I, I found ourselves, you know, our, our front office, you know, reaching a, a plateau where we weren't making enough connections. Um, so we're extremely excited to have hired five new people. Um, one as our manager of corporate sales um, and then four new sales reps um, that can really hit the ground running for us and help us you know, fund us. Basically, local businesses will help fund us and get some advertising in return, um, and that can make our potential skyrocket and having the funds to do what we need to do and make a product we want to have. No, I think that's great. What What do you think? So, I mean, you guys are a college town. I mean, I would mm-hmm. consider Syracuse a college town. Do you feel like you compete a little bit with, with Syracuse University or no? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll tell you, we uh, – in year one of our season, we did not draw well when Syracuse played. Um, we were we were new. Um, you know, we were we were doubted from the beginning. We we kind of just you know embraced the hate and said, "Hey, we're going to go with our product, and stick to what we know, um, and make this something that we want to see happen." Um, and fans bought into it. But going into year two, we whenever Syracuse would play and we played, um, we had good crowd. We'd do some promotions that would draw people in. Um, we'd have kids' night. 
an owner would um, sponsor all the entry for the kids. Um, and we had multiple sellouts from Syracuse played. So we're getting there. Um, you know, the one nice thing about the TBL is that our season begins as theirs is coming to an end. Um, so we won't have to worry about that competition, I guess. Um, at the end of the day, we support Syracuse basketball, and we've had Syracuse basketball players come to our game. Um, so it's a mutually beneficial relationship that we have with them. No, I think that's great. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm not – I'm not too familiar with Syracuse itself, uh, but yeah, but I mean, uh, NCAA 2009, I think it, uh, they had a, a basketball video game. I was maybe like 11 or 12 and I used to play with Syracuse all the time. You know, are you a big, uh, are you a big Syracuse fan yourself or no? I didn't get into it till 03, the year they won the title. Um, growing, I mean, I grew up in a very European household. Um, was it? Um, and I discovered basketball um, from my elementary coach because I was tall. Um, so that's when I really got into it. I started following Cuse from 03 on, and it like right away they won a championship. So I was like, all right, we're the best team in the world. You know, we will never lose from here on out. So um, throughout the years, I became a season ticket holder. Um, and then I got into collegiate coaching, which interfered. Um, so I still support Cuse, men's, women's, Bayheim's armies, awesome right now to see. Um, yeah, Hughes is my team. Yeah, they took down my Minamaki squad yesterday. I'm a little Sorry obsessed. I'm a, I'm a little Sorry upset. Sorry about that. You know, it, it hurts, man. That Devendorf is really good. Devendorf's tough. He's a tough. He's, he's a tough player. We just uh, we were at we did an event with uh, featuring him for um, a staff of a school district that I used to work for. Um, their custodian diagnosed with ALS, so we did a fundraiser for him. And uh, our team got to play against former Q's players, such as Evendorf, um, Ryan Blackwell, their coach of Bayheim's Army, Preston Hurt, and then just a bunch of staff scattered throughout. He was got it for sure. He's just a competitor, man. He's got like that junkyard dog. I'm gonna take yeah. you off the dribble, and he took he took Isaac Hawes to the rim, and Isaac yeah. Hawes is like seven foot three, and he's yeah. dude, he's huge. I I've been to his house. This guy's I mean, he's he's huge. Yeah, but, you could tell he was for sure. I couldn't imagine a person. <laughs> I wish I had that height, man. If I had that height, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing this podcast. I'd you be wouldn't be sitting else. in that chair. Ex- exactly. My ceilings would be a little bit higher. But sure. anyways, <laughs> let's talk a little bit Syracuse Stallions, yeah. a little bit more. You know, what do you feel like your brand image is? You know, what what value are you bringing to the community? You know, TBL is huge in community. You know, what value are you guys yeah. bringing, and and what's that image for you? That's where we match up perfectly with the TBA. Um, they're community-based driven. We are the same. Um, we want, and Coach Mag said it to me, and I, I believe it was probably a month ago, and I still remember this. We want to become an asset to our community. We don't want to be asked once in a while to do events. We want to be the one they ask. Um, so we're always extending out branches and making relationships with um, companies locally that need a little extra help. Um, we invest in our community. We practice at the Boys and Girls Club. Um, we play at a downtown Syracuse high school. Um, we do a lot of work um, just helping, helping raise funds, reading to kids, going to schools, donating supplies. We're all about that. Um, we believe in supporting those who are going to come back and support us. You know, we want kids at our games. We want to show them that, hey, you know, there's a future here in Syracuse. The NBA may not be reachable. If it is, you're blessed, and we want you to go. Um, but this may be an option for you. Um, just investing in our community has brought us some great support. 
Yeah, I think it's a great point. I had Rob Blackwell on the other day, um, and, and he was talking about how there's just so many great players out there. And, and you know, the NBA is really tough to, to get into. Like, college basketball is going to change. High school basketball is going to change. You know, but one thing that's never going to change is how good you have to be to play in the NBA. Sure. So, you know, guys that play in TBL are, are super good. Mm-hmm. I mean, they I mean, are, but it, and it's and it's just what it is. And so, you know, um, I think you guys are going to do a great job of providing opportunities for guys to, to come in. Let's talk a little bit about the, you know, a little basketball talk here. Um, what's the talent level like in Syracuse? You know, Indiana, Indiana it's crazy. Yeah. Syracuse, I hear Syracuse basketball is, is off the chain. We've got a surplus of talent. Um, at all levels, Division One through three, um, we've got right now a kid at Cincinnati, um, a kid at Marquette. Um, Nate Knight just played at William and Mary. He's actually with the Raptors now, getting ready for things to start back up. But our D three talent is crazy. Um, every team, every local team, has a kid playing D three basketball. Um, it, it it's gotten overwhelming sometimes because you want you in the past like. You knew which games to go watch because you knew what you were going to see. But at, it, you can't make it to enough because there's just so many players that are so talented. Um, and it's awesome because our guys are really supportive of them. Um, we go watch sectional basketball, championship basketball all the time, and they return the favor and come watch us. And um, it's, it's just awesome. We, we're blessed in our area. What, who are some of the players that are on your guys' team right now? They're going to return for, for next season. Well, right now our team's our team. Um, our plan is to host six combines, and you know, if we find talent that surpasses what we have, then we're gonna do our best. Um, but right now we have um, John Ivy. He played in the TBL, I think, when it was the NAPD, and then um, he was with the Rochester Razor Sharks. Um, he plays for us. He averaged twenty, I think, twenty-five and a half this year. Um, we have Jimmy Gray from Binghamton University. He's a guard. Um, he was our team MVP. He's going off for triple double almost 50% of the time. Um, for being six foot, he can rebound like a big fella. Um, our starting point guard is Brandon Carruthers. He is probably five eight, but he's a dog. He he's an animal. Um, he will take on their the other team's best player at any time, no matter of size. Um, got Daywan Coleman who played at Q's. He was a McDonald's All American at one time in his career for high school. He's number one player in the country. Um, just had some injury issues in college, and now he's really taking care of his body and getting to where he needs to be. Now, the the Coleman guy, he would he just get out? Did he got a, he got out of college? What five years ago? Is that right? I'd say four or five years. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'd say so. Um, he's older than he's older than me, and he graduated after me. So I don't know how that works with high schools, but hey, they got it done. Um, so I don't know his exact age, to be honest. Well. Well, you know, man, we don't, we can't talk about that on the show. <laughs> I, I've, I've known a few, few guys that have played in high school that may have been 22, 23. And I'm like, they hey, make it work. Hey, man, you know, you, you chop up your birth certificate here and there, change a few numbers. You'll be all right. Sure. You'll be good to go. For sure. No, that's good, though. Um, you know, let's talk about your, your combines a little bit. Um, I, I had this later on in the show, but, you know, we can, we can hop into it right now. You know, so if I'm a player, I want to play for the Syracuse Stallions. Um, you know, how do I I'm, – I'm registering on your website. Am I going to your combines? Am I going to TBL combines? What's that looking like? Um, so we haven't rolled anything out yet. We have dates set that we and locations that we would like to roll out. Um, what we're doing right now is we're in negotiations with a bunch of venues, and it's kind of up in the air with this whole virus, you know, spreading around. Um, a lot of schools are saying, hey, we don't 
plan that far out ahead as of what's going on. We don't know what it'll look like. Um, but what it, what we will do is we'll promote them. We'll have a link for you to sign up on on our website as well as all social media platforms. Um, we're going to cap each tryout or combine at 50. Um, we're going to have two in Syracuse, one in Scranton, Pennsylvania, one in Poughkeepsie, one in Rochester, one in Buffalo. Um, and we'll go from there. Um, we'll be attending also some combines on the East Coast that are hosted by the TBL. We'll be hitting up Chicago, um, Cleveland. Uh, we'll go to the Indy one and go from there. Yeah, no, I think those are good, man. Uh, I went to the big combine last year um in indianapolis and it was like 250 players it was crazy there's crazy talent there too like guys yeah. are playing in oklahoma baylor um you know everywhere across the country like it was it, it was incredible so you know i'm thinking you guys are going to find some talent um just around around the country and um you know the guys come from all around the world i did want to you know what do you think are, are a couple of the keys um from the transition from the aba to tbl you know, for you guys to be successful, not, not business wise, but on the court wise. Um, I would definitely say we got away with a lot of things in the ABA in, in regard to size. Um, we went from day one, who was six ten, Um, and then our next four was probably six, four, six, five. We need that gap. In between. Um, and that, that player in between those heights needs to bring a lot of toughness for us. Um, one of our weaknesses, I would say, throughout the two years were we gave up a lot of offensive rebounds simply because of that side. We relied a lot on our scoring ability because we could do that. Um, it's the style of play that our coach put in play. It's the rules that the ABA had. Um, so we fit really nicely with that. Um, but we just need to find that, that you know, stretch for um, that guy that can back day one. Yeah, I think in TBL, just from the games that I've seen, it's it's uh, if you can have really good guard play, um, you know, guys that can stretch the floor, um, you know, seven footers are great, but you know, this isn't the NBA. So like, you know, if you have guards that can really score and really shoot, I think you're going to be fine. And it's, that's that sounds like something you guys have. Um, you know, are you looking for a for a four that's you said like, that's trying to stretch the floor? Are you looking for an athletic guy? What what are you looking for there? I need a guy that can mix it up. I need okay. a guy that can mix it up, fresh the floor, um, hit the glass. I mean, I really need, we really need that. Um, we need a defensive rebounding presence. That you know, if the ball's coming off the rim, we're going to grab that um, and go the other way. Wait, how tall, tall are, how tall are you? I'm 6'6". Six, six. Well, there you go. I'm retired. You found my, your guy. my knees are made of potato chips. Okay. We are not, we're not getting up and down the floor. Hey, all you got to do is go in there and shoot some threes. You'll be all right, man. All right. You'll, be good. You'll be good to go. I'll play one end. What? That's all I did in my career. I, it only lasted a year in junior college. But, yeah, we're good. <laughs> all right. We're good, man. That's good. It's not a recipe for success. But um, anyways, man, I you know, I, I did want to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, your teaching career. So you taught a little bit after, right after college. You know, how does how do those type of skills kind of translate into this business? Yeah, I mean, I, I was lucky to get a job right out of college. Um, I found, got in with an organization that does some nonprofit work that's contracted by school districts. Um, and I dealt with people's, or, or people of different demographics. Um, I was first hired in a North Syracuse school district, which is a suburb um, that's in a transition where people are moving into the to the city and or town and um, 
kind of shaking things up a bit, but it's good to add a little diversity. I'm a firm believer in that. And then I went to Syracuse City School District, which is one of the um, large, it's actually the largest school district in the area. And it's, that deals with a lot of poverty, um, deals with a lot of challenges with funding. Uh, it's, 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 um, and then I moved on to Liverpool Elementary. It was actually the time I live in. Um, but it taught me, you know, you're, each person has different needs. There's unique needs. Um, you have to be well-versed in customer service. Kind of if you look at a, a parent or a student as a customer, um, you have to make sure that you're doing your part on your end and remaining consistent with the product you put out, whether it is teaching or whether it is um, on the basketball side of things, sports side of things. You have to make sure that your product is good at all times and consistent. Um, and, and every situation is, I've learned a lot. No, I think that's great, man. And, and people that, that can transition from teach, cause there's a lot of guys that do transition from teaching and, and wait, did you coach as well or no? I was coaching uh, in high school. I coached at actually the school we play at now. And then I went on to coach three years at Casanova college. The small okay. Yeah. No, a lot of guys do transition from that high school to, um, you know, that college and pro pro rank. Stan Burke actually was, he's the Pacers assistant coach. He, uh, he was coaching high school basketball for eight years. And then, uh, and then he switched from high school right to the Portland trailblazers. So yeah, it's crazy, you know? And, and I think there's a lot of high school coaches out there that probably know a lot more than a lot of college coaches, Mm -hmm. but you know, a lot of college coaches just know more people. And And I think that's, that's a, that's a big part about the business. Yeah, I agree. But, uh, you know, let's, uh, Let's kind of let's kind of skip ahead here, man. This is the best part of the whole entire show, uh, the speed round. Okay, let's do it. Have you seen the speed round at all? Once. Who'd you see? Um, Jamestown guy. Did you do it with Jamestown? Yeah, with Anthony. Anthony, yes. Yes. I think I did. He didn't do too bad. He didn't. Do too bad. Ev- Evelyn did horrible. You could do better right. than Evelyn. No, she, right. she didn't do bad at all. You ready? Yeah. So you have one minute to answer as many questions as possible. Done. And if I run out of questions, you win. Okay. All right. Here we go. Best restaurant in Syracuse? Uh, Craftsman Inn and Grill. Favorite movie? Oh. Uh, Step Brothers. If, uh, if an actor would play you in a movie, who would it be? Denzel Washington. Oh, man. The favorite show? <laughs> Ozark. Favorite food? Pizza. A favorite Syracuse Orange player? Devo. A favorite college basketball coach? Bayheim. Favorite NBA basketball coach? Popovich. Favorite place to vacation? Cancun. A favorite genre of music? Hip hop. Uh, what favorite song? Uh, skip. We'll skip. Favorite- <laughs> Favorite artist? Favorite musical artist? Ooh. I'm like a throwback guy. I'm Biggie. I'm Biggie. Yeah. yeah. And then best part about Syracuse? We got three. We got two. The city. Diversity. That was not bad, man. You got you got 10. Or 11. You with a few. You got 11. I know. I know. I think I, the Denzel Washington one really threw me off. I almost stopped. Yeah. I almost See, stopped I'm like any, any movie that he's in, I watch. Like as old as it could be, um, I was kind of put on to him. Actually, my first year of teaching. Really? Yeah, I was put on to him. What uh, have you seen his son act at all? Any of his no. son's movies? They're really good. He's good, good. too. Yeah. Okay. What have you seen? Uh, the Equalizer. Equalizer yes. one and two. Cool. It's a bad yeah. dude, man. That's a yeah, really bad dude for sure. 
Well, Mike, man, I really appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, I'm looking for. Oh, wait, before I forget. Okay. So me, me and Mike have a friendly wager going on. We're gonna we're gonna play yeah. golf the next time we see each other. Whether right. it be in Syracuse or Indianapolis, hopefully in Indianapolis. This is my home course. I have my my have my advantage, right. but maybe we'll live stream it. Who knows? Okay, okay. We're sportscaster going. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> well, Mike, man, I appreciate you coming on the show. Uh, thanks to all the listeners that came out today, uh, tuned in because the seven energy combine series, you know, is going to start to get going again. You can register at the basketball league.net. Uh, looking forward to seeing everyone out there. Thanks again. And, uh, Mike really appreciate it.